Friends, I've been pondering the words of King Solomon in Ecclesiastes 1.15 a lot recently. He says, What is crooked cannot be straightened, and what is lacking cannot be counted. I've been buckling under the weight of this overwhelming reality, not only in my own life, but also in the world around me. Like, it doesn't matter what I do, what I do is never going to be enough. But God has been redirecting my focus, away from all of the wrongs that need to be made right, all of the needs that need to be met, to what I have and what I can do with what I have. Because here's the thing, I was not created to do it all, and neither were you. Last Sunday, the Holy Spirit brought me to Mark 6, verses 30 through 44, and it's the story of Jesus feeding the 5,000, a familiar story. Here's what it says. The apostles gathered together with Jesus, and they reported to him all that they had done and taught. And he said to them, Come away by yourselves to a secluded place and rest a while. For there were many people coming and going, and they did not even have time to eat. They went away in a boat to a secluded place by themselves. The people saw them going, and many recognized them, and ran there together on foot from all the cities, and got there ahead of them. When Jesus went ashore, he saw a large crowd, and he felt compassion for them, because they were like sheep without a shepherd, and he began to teach them many things. When it was already quite late, his disciples came to him and said, This place is desolate, and it is already quite late. Send them away so that they may go into the surrounding countryside and villages and buy themselves something to eat. But he answered them, You give them something to eat. I love the disciples' response because it's right where my head would have been. They said to him, Shall we go and spend 200 denarii on bread and give them something to eat? At that time, of course, a denarius was a day's wage. So essentially they're asking Jesus if they should go spend 200 days wages to feed this crowd. Probably with a level of snark, like, oh yeah, right, Jesus. Here's the thing. Jesus says to them, how many loaves do you have? Go look. And when they found out, they said, Five and two fish. And he commanded them all to sit down by groups on the green grass. They sat down in groups of hundreds and of fifties. And he took the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up toward heaven, he blessed the food and broke the loaves, and he kept giving them to the disciples to set before them. And he divided up the two fish among them all. They all ate and were satisfied. And they picked up twelve full baskets of the broken pieces and also of the fish. There were five thousand men who ate the loaves. There is so much we could take away from this passage, but I just want to draw our attention to one thing. When the disciples were stuck on what was needed and what they didn't have, Jesus asks, what do you have? 
You know, throughout his ministry, Jesus sometimes asked people, what do you want me to do for you? That is not the question Jesus asks here. See, Jesus is addressing his apostles, the ones he commissioned and empowered and sent earlier in this very chapter. Starting in verse 7 through verse 13, And he summoned the twelve and began to send them out in pairs, and gave them authority over the unclean spirits. And he instructed them that they should take nothing for their journey except a mere staff, no bread, no bag, no money in their belt, but to wear sandals. And he added, Do not put on two tunics. And he said to them, Wherever you enter a house, stay there until you leave town. Any place that does not receive you or listen to you, as you go out from there, shake the dust off the soles of your feet for a testimony against them. They went out and preached that men should repent. And they were casting out many demons and were anointing with oil many sick people and healing them. These are essentially Jesus' partners in ministry. Jesus does not ask them what they want him to do about the need in front of them. He doesn't deny the need either. He invites and empowers his disciples to partner with him to meet the need. Y'all already know I love Romans 8.28. In all things, God works together with those who love him to bring about what is good, with those who are called according to his purpose. As followers of Jesus, we are all invited and empowered to partner with him in righting wrongs and meeting needs. But all too often, I can't receive this partnership. I am so busy coming up with every possible answer to two questions. What is wrong and what is needed? Here's the thing. There is no end to this line of questioning, not only in the world around me, but in my own life. It's staggering to ponder. At the beginning of September, I attended a strategy session for Christian artists via Zoom. A lot of what was shared there wasn't particularly relevant to me because a lot of artists are building a platform while, as I've shared here before, I'm setting a table. It's just a completely different mindset. But one valuable strategy the facilitator shared was taking stock listing all of one's connections and resources. And I thought, hmm, I should do that. Get a really good idea of what I have. Then I got busy getting everything ready to release my first collection and I never did it. But it's been in the back of my head all month long. God brought it to the forefront again last Sunday in this story of feeding 5,000 people in Mark 6, verses 30 through 44, and what Jesus asks of his disciples in it. What do you have? And then he tells them, go look. So that's what I've been doing this past week, cataloging my relationships and everything I own. I've dedicated some time each day to it, but I still have a lot of inventory, for lack of a better word, to go through in the coming days and weeks. I have so much more than I thought I did. 
And I've noticed I'm not really asking what is wrong or what is needed anymore. Because here's the thing, those aren't the questions God is asking me. He's asking who's in front of you and what do you have? And I know that when I give what I have to him, he blesses and multiplies it to feed and satisfy the people in front of me. Until next time, have a wonderful week.